Welcome again to this March 2022 session on sound. And we're going to be using sound as the entrance gate to the non-dual. Of course, the non-dual needs no entrance gate. Nonetheless, because of the nature of our minds, we don't recognize that. So we're using sound as a classic tool for waking up to the inclusive nature of the root of life. And during this session, during this retreat, we use a number of different approaches. We use some, we'll listen to some music, we'll do some toning, we'll work with listening to the ambient sounds, we probably will use some of the bun uh, five warrior sounds. We'll talk about that at the time. They call the warrior sounds because they fight delusion. We may use noise. We may use the nada sound. Our intention is to recognize the source, and when we recognize that everything and everyone has this same root, then nothing is alien. There is no other. Everything and everyone and every part of us has a place. A side benefit of it is as we listen and turn our attention to the practice of listening, then no sound will disturb us. Because if we're listening to the field of sound, and there's a quiet sound, and there's a loud sound, there's an abrasive sound, there's all kinds of sounds. If we're listening to the field of sound, they're all part of the field of sound. They're all heard deeply. So in the beginning, we might find there are sounds that we like and sounds that we don't like, sounds that are easy, sounds that are hard, sounds that are pleasing. But if we turn our attention to the field of sound, and to the root of that field. Everything is part of the symphony. Part of what we are, of course, doing here is the the formal practice of Sishin. And Sishin has several strengths. It keeps us going. Often our, our particular discipline, our particular will, our, our, our intention is not strong enough to overcome the habits of a lifetime. And so we join together with friends, we join together with people of support. Anything can be done better with good friends. And so we come together with friends in order to support one another in doing our best. To help one another take a step beyond what we are capable of by ourselves. As we work with sound, as we work with session, as we listen more and more deeply, as we wake up to that true self, we discover that true self is not blank, it's not some empty space, it's not some vacuous, stagnant 
aspect. But as we clear up our confusion, as we become more mindful, as we begin to recognize the un, as of yet unrecognized addictive nature of our minds, as we begin to recognize the ways that we go unconscious, the ways we entrance ourselves, all of these are part of the stream of practice, of investigation, session brings. Clearing up our confusion, becoming more mindful, of becoming aware of the addictive nature of our minds, emotions, recognizing how we go unconscious, recognizing how we entrance ourselves. And as we see through those things, recognize them, see them beyond or listen beyond them, then we begin to liberate that root which is flexibly responsive to life. And we become more confident and more willing to step forward in a creative way, stepping forward not knowing for the benefit of others. We will discover that we do not know what we're going to hear next. Nobody knows the future. Our little predictive machine of our particular brain personality is always predicting what we might encounter, but we don't know. And so to learn to listen, to not know what's going to happen, is to be appreciate the freshness of life. And this freshness of life that comes from deep listening and from beginning to clear up our what we are always adding, the confusion that we are adding to reality, means that we can begin to respond with the four immeasurables. They become our life. They become part of who we are. I think we're doing a chant of the four immeasurables during this retreat. Equanimity, gladness, satisfaction, compassion, loving kindness. That as we practice and as we hear more and more deeply and as we recognize what is most fundamental, then more and more naturally, more and more freely, more and more wholeheartedly, we become able to manifest loving kindness, compassion, equanimity, joy, gladness, satisfaction. Now, Tenzin Wangyal expresses there are three levels of obstruction that interfere with that freedom. And the first level we all encounter is just our usual daily problems. And our daily problems are so compelling that often we can't see beyond them. You know, the, the problems of gasoline and the problems of bills and the problems of arguing with other people and the problems of, you know, all the usual stuff, medical things. 
Usually they are so compelling, we are so entranced by them, we are so embroiled in trying to get rid of them, that we can't actually see beyond them. But sometimes, some people can actually turn their awareness around and say, what's the common denominator of all my problems? What's the common denominator of these feelings that I... carry everywhere. And the second level is we begin to see the emotional habituation, the emotional detritus, the emotional addictions. And we begin to not be entranced by them, but to actually listen beyond them. We listen beyond the ordinary world, then we listen beyond the the surging currents of the internal world. And then sometimes we actually get curious. What is it that hears? What is it that recognizes? What is it that's always present? What is it that's alive? And we turn our attention to that third most intimate of experiences. Sound rarely solves first-order problems. Sound rarely helps us take care of pollution. It sometimes can ameliorate and can soothe and can become a salubrious force for that second level of the internal turmoil that we feel. But it is not healing. It simply is amelioration. Sound points directly to the root. It comes directly from the root. It returns to the root. It never leaves the root. And so as we listen intently and intimately and personally, as we turn the mind's awareness from all the outside to the inside and eventually see there is no inside or outside. It's kind of an interesting path. The standard admonitions for coming to Sashin are don't read or write. Because what we're interested in, at least what we're offering, is something before words. What we're offering is this third level of intimate realization. We're not offering a better way to earn money so you can pay, pay your bills. It's not what this is offering. We're offering something that is intimate, that is a refuge, that is always present that is before words. And so, to discover what is before words, we have to go before words. And one of the ways of doing that is just to not not engage on a word level. If we need to write something for work, of course, do what you need to do. 
And because this is a very intimate practice, very intimate practice, no one knows your heart. We've set up the conditions, or actually the, the conditions like this have been in place for at least 1,500 years. The conditions to allow each person to practice intimately by themselves in the group. And so we don't spend a lot of time looking at people and trying to get them to like us. And, you know, but simply, as you pass people, bow. Don't ignore people. Show respect. Bow. And in a way, that attitude of bowing to what comes towards us, bowing to what we encounter, bowing with respect, with gratitude, with oneness. Maybe the whole practice right there. So it is uh, a lovely uh, honor, it's a, a privilege, it is a, uh, a wonderful field of benefaction that we all get to sit here together. So may your hearts be open, may all of our hearts be open. May our minds become clearer and clearer. May our ears become pristine in their ability to heal and to hear the nature of life.